On today's show, we travel to a world beyond belief. That's right, folks. We went to Pandora, the world of Avatar, and we're here to tell you all about it. Welcome, everyone, to the Disnoids podcast. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Josh. With me today is my co-host, Rob. How you doing over there, sir? I am super califragilisticexpialidociously awesome. How are you? <laughs> I am doing pretty good, sir. Not that good, but I am doing just fine. Um, yeah, so we went to the opening of Pandora, the world of Avatar, the brand new section for Animal Kingdom. And it was a pretty great day. We wanted to share that with you guys. Um, day started out a little before 7. Uh, we had heard they were letting people in at 6. But they got to capacity so quickly that they decided to close the doors. They were like, no way. No more people coming in right now. So um, they finally opened the gates back up at around 8 o'clock, right? Yeah, I would say about 8 o'clock is when we finally got into the park. Yeah, that seems... Yeah, and then um, since Pandora was still closed, um, we decided to make our way towards Dinosaur first. And I know that this was your first time being at Animal Kingdom. What did you think of Dinosaur? Uh, perfect way to start off the day. Uh, anything with dinosaurs, I'm all for. Love dinosaurs, especially any theme park rides that have to deal with dinosaurs. <laughs> you want to throw any more dinosaurs in there? Eh, dinosaur. <laughs> but um, yeah, overall, great ride. You walk up to it at the beginning, at the very front of the ride, there is the... Dinosaur outside. The Iguanodon. The Iguanodon. Um, yep. In the queue area, you got the T-Rex in there. And then you get on your um, ride shuttle. And this is where the ride completely got me. It was it was actually pretty entertaining. I thought it was just going to be an educational, we're going to ride through, we're going to show you some dinosaurs and tell you about them kind of ride. But this ride was actually pretty thrilling. What do you think? Oh, I love Dinosaur. I always make sure that it is a must-do every time we go to Animal Kingdom. Um, yeah, it's definitely not a, a tour kind of ride. It is a herky-jerky um, motion kind of ride. I love it a lot. The um, You know, it's a nice, cool ride in the dark, and I think we got a good picture on that one too, didn't we? Yeah, we got a pretty good picture, and um, Dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so um, moving on to next, we uh, our plan was to knock out all the big popular rides early so that we can focus the rest of our day on Pandora. Um, so we headed over towards Everest. And I know that you really wanted to do this. You have been looking forward to Everest for so long. You are the roller coaster guy. Um, so what did you think finally getting to, to ride Everest? Oh, like you said, I've been waiting for a long time for this ride. Ever since it was announced, I've avoided anything to do with uh, spoiler videos on YouTube or spoiler pictures. I didn't want to see anything. I just wanted this to be a full-on first-time experience for me. And man, right from the get-go, you're walking from Dinosaur. You see the, the reveal for that mountain is just amazing. You see the tip. You walk closer and closer. That mountain gets bigger and bigger. Amazing photo opportunity. The queue line is great for this ride. You walk through. You see pictures of animals and animal facts. You see the camper, climber, gear. <laughs> yeah, footprints. Uh, the Yeti footprints, yeah. Yeah, Yeti poop. Definitely some Yeti poop in there. There's that big worm that looks like Yeti poop. Um, the queue area is pretty fun. They got the boxes that you can kind of tap on and it'll make noises at you. That was kind of cool as well. Yeah, man. If there's one thing Disney does great about their rides is they do a good job queuing up a line. Because they know these people are going to be in line for a long time. 
Um, so they need stuff to look at and stuff to do. And, and Everest is no exception. There's a great one there. So, so what about the ride? Uh, the ride itself was fantastic. So much more to that ride than I was ever expecting it. Very thrilling ride. Yeah, you were telling me that you weren't expecting it to be that thrilling. What were you expecting? When I think of Disney theme park rides, I tend to think of, you know, kiddie rides. Like It's a Small World or Peter Pan or Little Mermaid. You know, rides like that. This ride, full-on roller coaster ride, gets you at every point. You're losing your breath. You're in that chair. Sharp turns. You got the drops. Hit my head at one point. <laughs> enjoyed it either way. Still yeah. fun. Uh, what did you think about going backwards? I bet you didn't expect that, did you? I was not expecting to go backwards. Like I said, I have done no research on this ride other than the fact I wanted to ride it. Yeah. And going backwards on any roller coaster is fun. You stick to the seat, you go backwards. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, what about that Yeti halfway through with the uh, with the movie and the disco lights making it look like it's dancing, <laughs> but it doesn't really work? What would you think of the Yeti? Oh, the Yeti it was great. Um, The video of him destroying the tracks. Hope I'm not spoiling anything for you, anybody. <laughs> it's only but, been around for 100 years. It's oh, right. yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that video was awesome. That was great. It, it set you up. I think that's right before you fall backwards. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, the big animatronic Yeti. Hopefully they can get that working in the future. But that thing looked awesome for the millisecond we got to see it before <laughs> it went zipping by. But it was amazing. Great, great ride. Great adventure. Can't wait to go on that ride again. Yeah, man, Expedition Everest is cool. I'm not the coaster fan, but I really do like that one. And I do believe we got another good picture on that ride. Can't wait to stick it up on the wall. Um, next off, we decided we need to make our way to the safari. Um, so we walked through the Asia section. Picked up some uh, overpriced vitamin waters, but definitely needed <laughs> it at that point. Yeah, it was starting to get warm at that point. Um, made our way through Africa. We saw the tribal dancers. and the. Uh, this was where we first decided that we were going to be in for a long day because this is where our first crowd hit us. Our first long line of the day was for Kilimanjaro Safari. And, um, you know, it wasn't that bad. It might have been a 45-minute wait, but still, like I said, the longest one of the day. Yeah, I would say um, I looked at the My Disney app a lot that day. I recommend you have that app any uh, visit you take to any Disney park. But, uh, yeah, I remember it just being a 45-minute wait. The queue area, not much to it. But, um, you know, you can have some fun with it if you had a creative mind. Like, there's a point where you hear some sounds. It sounds like somebody's bowling a strike when it's really <laughs> an animal. So I was having yeah. fun with that. Yeah, it's not the most fun line that Disney has, but it, it's okay. I mean, you're in the shade for the most part. Um, so we finally get up to our tour bus, and luckily, luck, luckily enough, we got a good tour guide, um, which is my favorite part of the ride sometimes, is when you have a good cast member that will interact with you and be able to give you a ton of knowledge but still be funny too. And I really enjoyed him. And uh, if you were following us on the Disnoids page, um, I did a live stream of that ride, so you were able to ride along with us. And it ended up being a good time of day because we saw a ton of animals. We did. They were all out. Um, fantastic ride. It was great. About around that point is when it starts getting a little little heated outside. Yeah. So it was nice to sit down, cool off, and this is where the zoo part of Animal Kingdom comes in. Kind of the big draw there for Animal Kingdom. You go through. So many animals were out, like you said. Yep. Came up to a giraffe that was like right there. Yeah, yeah they come right up to you. I freaked out. Apparently, <laughs> I love giraffes, apparently, because I, I acted like a little schoolgirl. I was happy about it. I saw it. I'm like, wow, this is awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. They're almost close enough to touch, but you're not allowed to. Yeah, I wish I could. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, we saw some elephants and the rhinos. They, they were good. They were all out. We came across the uh, Flamingo Island. That was a giant hidden Mickey I pointed out to you. Which is great about traveling with a mastermind disnoid like yourself because you can point stuff out like that to somebody who doesn't know to look for those things oh yeah but um we had fun on that ride um after 
the safari. We're headed over to Pete Safari because we needed something to eat at this point. It was kind of lunch time for us. It was still 10.30 in the morning, but, you know, it felt like lunch to, lunch to us because we had been there so long. Um, so we grabbed the uh, pizza over at Pete Safari. Did you like that? Oh, man, that flatbread pizza was probably the flat best flatbread pizza I've ever had in my life. I can't even talk that well about it because it was that good. It was pretty good. Um, and it was a nice little pick-me-up, too, because we knew we had to get in a long line for Pandora. Ooh, yes, we knew what they, was coming. Yeah, they told us ahead of time that it was a two-hour wait, which I think it was their way of scaring people out of the line because it wasn't two hours, right? No. If it was, it sure didn't feel like it. Yeah, I would it definitely say maybe, didn't feel like it. Maybe hour 20? Yeah, maybe. But, you know, they did a great job. They led us right to where we needed to be, which is at yeah. the beginning of the park, basically. Yep. Yep. They have the little chalk tape outline. Yeah, like, off to the side. They did a good job of that, um, making sure the line went through the shade. Um, they made sure they had um, plenty of people on hand for the crowd control because there was a lot of people trying to cut and cheat to get in. Um, but, yeah, what else did they have along that line? Along that line, um, they also had some water towers, you know, those little fancy water towers. You put the uh, bottle on top push the button you get some water out of which was fantastic they were great with refilling that over and over again oh yeah it was it was getting hot yeah and waiting out there in those lines was great they also had some great entertainment you want to tell them about that oh yeah they had um two guys um one was playing like a flute kind of deal the other one had like a i don't remember if it was a tambourine or something but they had it might have been a ukulele <laughs> <laughs> they had a um yes it was a ukulele that's right um they had those guys walking up and down the line um keeping the people entertained they also had a couple that I guess were supposed to be tourists, and they were messing with the crowd, kind of doing jokes and stuff like that. I mean, it was entertaining. Yeah, I really don't know what they were, but yeah, it was fun. It took our minds off of the fact we were standing in line. <laughs> they did a great job with that. Again, the Disney workers, I can't applaud them enough for the job they did with yeah. that whole area. Oh, there was tons mm -hmm. of people trying to cheat and get in. That's right. Oh, but, yeah. But uh, we finally get um, to where we get. Um, we see the entrance for Pandora. They're finally letting us get in. And, um, you know, what would you think? What was your first impression walking into the land? Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> Disney spends a billion dollars, and it's, meh, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. No, um, in all seriousness, it was, you know, that it's that anticipation. It's like when you're watching the movie Jurassic Park, and you see the doors open, and you get excited. It's yeah. kind of like that. You get to this little makeshift bridge you walk over. You, um, you look at the decorations around there, and then, boom, you turn floating mountains took my breath away because it was just so amazing you're like how did they pull this off how'd you feel um yeah i, I really loved it and first i want to say for those that don't know this area took over for what used to be camp mini mickey which was a character meet and greet kind of place um i remember pocahontas being over there and i always wanted to get a picture with her and um i believe the first festival of the lion king show was over there but um you know it kind of had a wooded feel to that area and I want to say that because whenever you first get to the land, you kind of have that wooded feeling of the trees being on either side of you. And I think they almost did that as an homage to the old land that used to be there. Yeah. But once you get over that bridge and you get into the actual world of Pandora, boom, the mountains hit you. They're right there. They look amazing. Um, the Navi culture, the Navi land is all around you. Avatar looks, I mean, it was, it was amazing. In the daytime, everything still looked beautiful. Yeah, it looked very uh, movie-like. Mm -hmm. Let's uh, backtrack a little bit. That big br Disney brain of yours was showing. I have no idea what a Camp Mickey is. Didn't even know that was something <laughs> that existed. But, um, yeah, um, as a movie buff, they did a great, great job of making this feel like the look-wise that you were in the movie. Oh, yeah. 
So, um, yeah, I mean, the world was, it, it was great. I mean, I don't know how else to describe it other than those floating mountains just take you away and you yeah, see it's, it. Yeah, it's really, I mean, you see the pictures online, but seeing them in person does it no justice. Yeah. Um, at this point, we decided that we were going to split up. Um, both of us standing in each line for each ride was, we felt like a waste of the day. So um, we, we split up and you went towards the river journey. I went towards Flight of Passage. Um, so tell us about the boat ride. What was it like? Was it awesome? Well, um, the Navi boat ride, like you said, we had the long four-hour wait. So basically in that wait, um, there's some areas where you can kind of uh, sit back on some stones or, you know, just wait a little bit. Uh, you're walking through. Um, the ride is, of course, an indoor ride. So you're getting closer and closer. You see where you're going to be entering from. They have some of, like you said, they had that uh, Pandora Navi culture out there with the flowers. Yeah. Um, again, there's just a little, little bridge that you go over. Um, it's just there for look. No other real reason other than that. They got some water going under it, but, you know, again, all for look. Mm -hmm. um, I will say standing outside in that line, great photo opportunities to get some of those floating mountains. Um, the line itself, very maze-like, your typical theme park kind of um, mazy um, line. Mm -hmm. About, I would say, three... Three, three quarters of the way through the line they got a water fountain set up for you uh, you got the standard water fountain and right next to it they have this awesome little machine where you can put your cup if you got a souvenir cup or if you got like a bottle of a bottle to put some water in or you just brought your own service cup whatever <laughs> you can fill it up with water that's cool man they had that on the flight of passage too oh man it's good to hear because it's definitely needed mm -hmm. all right so then after we, after we get that past that part here we are you know, you can see where you're about to enter. You can smell the chlorine. <laughs> you're starting to get excited at that starting point. Starting to get excited because air conditioning's hitting me in the face, <laughs> and I'm loving it. But um, from there... I'm glad they have AC in, in Avatar Land. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> they, they paid their bills that week. <laughs> AC is universal. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so from there we get on the boat. Uh, basic, basic river ride kind of boat. You know, same as Small World or Pirates. Now, is it like Pirates in the fact that there's some thrills in there, like a little drop like on Pirates, or is it standard kind of floating along? Oh, no, it's just standard floating along. If okay. I was going to compare, definitely would go Small World over small Pirates. Small World. Creepy dolls? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No. I mean, I could bring my Chucky doll next time, but you know, ah. I don't think I love it. But um, either way, I mean, the ride, you start off, it's basic, very basic river ride. If you've done one, you've kind of done them all. Um just floating along you see the world of pandora you see the beautiful what it will look like at night basically it, the, the whole boat ride is nighttime basically yeah okay um you see the beautiful flowers you see the scenery um you come up to an area where some viper wolves are running around oh so there's a few of them there's a few of them yeah they're, oh, okay they're, um and you keep floating along you're just going through kind of basically the same thing more yeah. flowers more sceneries some gotcha. some flowers are spinning above you um then you come up to the best part of the ride in my opinion and it's the huge animatronic figure they have in there that thing was amazing <laughs> now huge how big are we talking here we're talking maybe andre the giant maybe a little oh, bit. wow that's pretty dang big it's pretty big it's, wow I mean, it's not as big as like kong but it's still a very big and it moved fluently dang that's pretty cool. Um, basically, it was just doing the traditional Navi thing. It looked like she may have been playing some drums, but she was dancing around, singing the Navi chant. Oh, cool. It was it was really cool how seeing how fluently it moved as well. Hopefully, they, they can keep that fresh and going. 
-hmm. It was great to see an animatronic on a ride these days. Yeah, a lot of things going towards 4D these days. A lot of 4D rides these days. Hopefully we can turn that back a little bit with uh, this ride. Yeah, animatronics are cool, man. They are great. Now, they just did put out recently that they have a patent coming out for updated animatronics. So maybe stuff's in the works. Maybe. That's pretty good to know. Maybe Star Wars, maybe uh, Toy Story Land. Who knows? But maybe um, something really different. But that's for later. <laughs> yeah. But this giant animatronic was it towards the end of the ride or halfway through? What's what's going on? Yeah, I say it's around about the very end. You see that and you make your little turn and then you're basically where you go to exit the ride. Um, the... Did it exit into a gift shop? No, it did not. <laughs> no, it did not. One of the few rides it does not. But um, uh, speaking of the boat, you can fit I would say maybe eight people on the boat. That's not too bad. Luckily for me, I was in the back by myself, which that is sounds kind of small worldish too. Like yeah. it's a small world. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And unless you got like a bunch of skinny people, maybe you can get two more <laughs> on there. But definitely, it, the ride overall, definitely not worth a four-hour wait. Okay, so if it's not worth a four-hour wait, how long would it be worth? Maybe an hour. Ah, I, I don't know if I'd go full hour on it. Oh wow. Um, unless there's nothing else to do that day. Uh. But um, I'd give it 30 minutes, 45 minutes tops. Now, would you say this is a must-do? I mean, at least once? Oh, yeah. I mean, you got to do the ride at least once. Okay. But I would never say that this is a ride that you absolutely 100% have to do, or I'm going to that theme park to do that ride. Cool. But overall, it was a decent ride. It was good for what it was. It was definitely nice to sit down and get through. Oh, cool, man. Well, I am definitely glad I picked the ride I did. Um, <laughs> I can tell you right now, Flight of Passage, by far the best ride I have ever ridden. Um, it was absolutely incredible. Before I get to the ride, though, I do want to talk about the long wait we had in line. I got both of us and my wife one of the Night Blossom drinks. Um, kind of a slurpy deal. What did you think of? Uh, what did you think of that drink? First off, I love the name, Night Blossom. Um, immediately, with my goofy mind, I went to like, "Hey, man, this is Blossom from <laughs> um, the Powerpuff Girls teaming up with Batman, and she became Night Blossom." That's oh goodness! Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's where my mind goes. <laughs> but it was um, definitely Slurpee-like. It was cold, so it felt great to drink. A little bit of tanginess to it. Yeah, it was kind of a tarty, sour drink. So maybe maybe it's not the best thing to have in the middle of the heat, but maybe you know, it, it did the job. You know, it kept us cool during the long wait we had. And you all had the drink with the bubbles. Yes, I yeah, we got <laughs> the mango bubbles. I got my wife the special souvenir cup with the, with the lights that go inside the cup. And then we had the mango bubbles on top. It was very... Very delicious. I enjoyed it. I um, actually ended up having to drink hers and mine because, <laughs> well, I was scared I was going to puke on the ride. But anyways, <laughs> um, so yeah, going into the ride for Flight of Passage, um, getting to the ride itself, the entrance to it is not very easy to find at first. Um, I would say if you walk directly underneath the floating mountains, you will find it because the test chair is out front. But the, the entrance itself is kind of built to look like it's made into the landscape. It was very cool. Um, the line starting outside goes through kind of like a garden area, you know, some pretty fountains. Um, a lot of great places to take pictures. Um, not really anywhere to sit down unless you wanted to sit on the ground. But there was, you know, stuff for you to lean up against. Um, once you get inside the cave, because this is an actual indoor ride, um, that's where it kind of becomes a little more boring. Um, it's a long, long, long line, which I guess is going to be great because this is going to be a very popular ride. Um, you know, you would see a dark room coming and you would get excited like, yes, we're finally going to get on this ride. And it would just be a darker room with more, 
mazes in it. So that was a little frustrating, but <laughs> but I can say that, you know, once you get to the science lab, that's when your excitement starts to pick back up. Now, science lab, tell me a little bit more about that. The science lab, this is kind of like what you would see in the movie. Um, Sigourney Weaver worked in the, uh, in the science lab. Um, this is kind of where they would hook the human up to, um, I guess, connect with the Navi that's already on Pandora. Connect to their avatar. Okay, yeah, yeah, connect no, to sorry. their avatar, okay. yeah. So, um, you know, that's kind of like, I don't know, like a small sample size of what's happening in the movie. You see the computers, you see the books. Um, you actually do come around to the side where you see the test tube with the giant Navi figure in it, which was breathtaking. It looked really cool. Um, there's also some banshee skeletons in there and some figurines and it was just a really cool it was a really cool uh cute area i'll say that much um so after you get past there you know hey we're getting on this ride soon and um, once you go up the ramp they break you into groups of eight and i think it's uh two groups of eight per ride um what they're doing is they they send you to this room where you watch a video of course and um, then they talk. The scientist talks to you about linking up to an avatar that's already on Pandora. Because to ride a banshee, you have to be up to the floating mountains. Okay, so that wasn't like a safety video. This is uh, <laughs> getting you ready for the ride. Video. Yeah, yeah. This is getting okay. ready for the ride. So, um, you know, and since humans can't physically get to the mountains, you have to be an avatar. So they link you up to one so that you can be up there and you know find the banshee that connects with you and that you can ride it. So they take scans of your body, your face. Um, they do, you know, the height, the weight. They do gender. They had me as a female for whatever reason, but <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> they had you as a female. Yes, they had me as a female. It must have been my beautiful face they scanned. But um, but yes, I was a female. Um, not hating on females. Females are the best. They are. But um, but yeah, after you get scanned, they send you to the room with. You've seen the picture of it. It's the motorcycle-looking things. Beside each other. Motorcycle looking things. So like basically because I'm a theme park person. So basically this is something like Tron maybe? Yeah, the light the light cycles at Tron, um, that's exactly what those look like. I call them motorcycles because it looks like a motorcycle body without the wheels. Um, you know, they're lit up really pretty. And like I said, there's eight of them next to each other. So what right. you do is, is there's a wall behind you where you put all your belongings and then you straddle this motorcycle thing. Um, you put your knees inside of it, you slide up, and then the brace comes up against your back. So it was pretty comfortable. I, I, it was more comfortable than I was expecting. And basically, um, to clear it up, it is handicap accessible, right? Because that oh, was yeah, kind of a worry. Oh, yeah, definitely handicap friendly. You could just wheel, you know, you could wheel up right to the back of it and slide on. I did, you know, one person I was riding with was like that. So right. it worked out great. Um, okay, so after you get strapped in, they take some more scans of your face. And um, it's kind of like a, like a waiting pattern, like you're waiting to link to your avatar. Um, once you finally do get linked, um, a giant screen comes up in front of you, and that's where I kind of want to touch on the comparisons of Soren to this ride. Um, I've heard a lot of people say, yeah, it's just like Soren on crack, but okay. <laughs> um, I don't think it's like Soren. If I can say it's similar, then it's because you're sitting on something in front of a giant screen, and that is where the similarities stop. Um, Soren to me is kind of like a, an easygoing, smooth ride. This is a thrill ride. This is very fast. This is, I'm going to take your breath away, very cool ride. So it, it's like Soren, but it's not like Soren, I guess, if that, if that helps any. Um, I haven't rode Soren, so I'm taking a look. <laughs> <laughs> we will get there, my friend. But um, so, yeah, once you get on the, on the um, 
like the screen pops up in front of you, the banshee takes off, you dive down the mountain, and you are sucked in. You are, you. I mean, I was completely captivated. I mean, everything around you was beautiful. The way, I mean, you felt like you were really on the back of a banshee. Um, my favorite part of the ride was the fact that you can feel the lungs of the banshee inhale and exhale as you're making dives. It was, I mean, it was incredible. I, I was blown away by that. At first, what? it kind of yeah. At first, it kind of startled me. I was like, "What what's going on?" But no, you could tell what was going on because you also had that sound effect of it breathing. Um, and and I think um, if I remember correctly, it roars, and whenever it roars, you can feel the lungs do some stuff too. You mean those recycled Jurassic Park roars? But we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, it was very cool. I don't want to give away any spoilers, but you fly through. You know, you fly through the mountains. You fly through the woods. You fly over the ocean. Um, you get misted with some water. The whole smell thing's going on, kind of like Soren. It smells like you're at the beach, kind of. It was, it was, it was incredible. So you're getting misted. I've heard you say screens. I've heard you say smells. So it's like a 4D ride. Yeah, it's it's a 4D ride. You got the glasses on. Um, yeah, it's it's a 4D ride. And the glasses, no issues, because it sounds like you're moving around a lot. They just stayed in place good. Yeah, they stayed in place good. They, you know, I, I enjoyed them. Normally, I don't like 3D glasses, but these were these were fine. It sounds like a fantastic ride. I wish I could have got to ride that one. Yeah, it was it was awesome, man. Um, you know, if it was if the line wasn't so long, I would have got off and then got right back on this ride. That's how that's how good it was. Um, so, anyways, after that, we met back up. You were over towards the uh, the drum circle area. Yes. Yes. Was how was saying, that? I was over there taking a breaky, um, taking a little breaky break while y'all were finishing your ride because my wait time was maybe I think about 10, 15 minutes difference. And our ride was probably 10 minutes longer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I was waiting over there. That's one of the great things that Disney does. They did a great job with theming everything mm -hmm. in that area. I guess maybe that's the kid area. But there's this little place where you can bang on these, basically, I guess they're Navi drums and make the Navi sounds. Yeah. I was enjoying the music. I was kind of like, you know, I kind of want to download this music <laughs> and, like, listen to it as, like, white noise to go to sleep to. But it was it was really nice. That's cool, man. I'm glad. Uh, so after I found you over um, towards that area, we decided to get in another line. Yes. Surprise, surprise, for the store, um, uh, which wasn't too bad. It seemed, man, um, it didn't seem like that line took as took as long as it did. We were probably in that line for 35 minutes, but it didn't feel that way. There were some cool people around us, you know, just chatting Disney stuff with us. Yeah, um, some cool people there. Um, there's also in that area they have the cool little tank robots. Ah, yes, that's photo right. Photo op. That right in could, front of the drink stand. That's right. Yep, right there by it. Pretty cool photo op um, for future visits. But um, yes, typical kind of um, souvenir store. We had a good time with that store. Um, basically, what you'd find there is t-shirts. Um, a lot of t-shirts. They had the. They had some lanyards in there. They had the. I believe it's a $70 Navi figure that yeah. you can scan yourself to. Yep, that's right. Um, and they had the Banshees, which um, I believe y'all got a Banshee, right? Yeah, we ended up getting one of the Banshees for our daughter, um, which was really cool. I like the way that it's set up and the way they make it work. Um, but yeah, I mean, pretty standard shop, nothing really special. Um, I did not say Flight of Passage did not come out into a gift shop, but it came out next to that gift shop. I guess but, that could count. <laughs> but they didn't. They weren't letting people into the gift shop that way because of the line that you had to stand to at the front of the gift shop. Oh, so, okay. yeah, okay. whatever. But um, <laughs> anyways, it was um, it wasn't too bad. Um, I enjoyed the shop. I got me a t-shirt. Um, I got the opening day pins. Oh. Yep. Uh, so yeah, after the store, we um, we decided, you know, that that was enough of that area. We we hit everything. Now that I'm thinking about it, did either one of these rides take pictures? 
I didn't notice if they did. I, I wouldn't either. think so. Interesting. Yeah, I, I don't think so. Well, which um, they would have popped up on our band if they did. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So um, but yeah, that that's when we decided um, you know, it was we were we were done with the uh, Pandora World. We were gonna, you know, go check out the rest of the park and and take a break. Um, so I guess I guess now we can can wrap things up. Um, Pandora, the world of Avatar, um, being there opening day was pretty amazing. Um, you know, final impressions. What did you think of it as a whole? As a whole, I would say it's much bigger than I expected it to be. I knew it would have two rides, but the area I believe it's in is kind of small. Yeah, the area they put a lot of stuff into a small area. You're right. They did. They definitely compacted it in there, but overall, amazing. Like I said earlier, it makes it look as if you were actually in that movie. Full-on humans in the Pandora world. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Great views. Loved the floating mountains. My ride wasn't the best, but, you know, it was great. From the way your ride sounds, I want to go back now. <laughs> but um, overall impression, I enjoyed it. What would you think? Cool, man. I, I absolutely loved it. I um, I don't know if it was being wrapped up and being there opening day with all the other people, but, but I, w I was taken away. It was amazing. It was cool. It, w it lived up to the hype, I think. Um, it was a lot of fun. Seeing it in person is way better than seeing the videos online. So I, if you guys get a chance, you definitely need to go check it out. It was it was incredible. Well, going off what you just said, go a lot of hype. Yeah, a lot of hype for this area. Yeah. What can we say about its longevity? Longevity. I I think that's going to depend on the movies. But let me ask you: Do you think having to see the movies in it affects what you will think of the area? Um, I don't think it's a necessity. Like you can movie? you could still enjoy the area without seeing the movie. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. it would be good to get some kind of base knowledge by seeing the movie. Mm -hmm. But you don't have to see the movie. You can still join the area. I think enjoying the area will make you want to watch the movie. So I think that would definitely be worth it. But no, I mean, you don't have to see the movie by any means to enjoy the park. I completely agree. I did see the movies um, a few years ago. I haven't watched them recently. But, you know, when you see certain things there, it kind of... You know, jogs your memory. Like, oh yeah, that was right. Like the like the tank thing like the tank in front thing. of the in front of the drink stand. That was really cool. Um, so let's let's say opening day, Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> was it worth it? Was it worth it? Is the million dollar question. Um, looking at the My Disney app right now, about an eighty five minute wait for flight of passage. <laughs> wow. And I'll be honest with you right now, that does not sound bad. <laughs> it doesn't sound bad. <laughs> Two weeks later, but um, overall. We went there on the official opening of the park. Yeah. Or not the park, the area. And, yeah, I would say it was worth it just to cool. say we went to the actual official opening. Yeah, I, I can <laughs> completely agree with that. I thoroughly enjoyed being amongst the crazy Disney people. I, You know, the lines did not bug me. Um, yeah, I absolutely loved it. It was a great, it was it was great. We had a great day, I think. I, oh, I yeah. really enjoyed it. Um, there's not much we can say about the nighttime. Um you know, it is it is what you see. You know, um, the beautiful lights, the beautiful um, landscape, the ground itself lights up. I mean, it was in, it was incredible. You know, it was great. Now, when you say the ground lights up, is it like full on Michael Jackson, Billie Jean style? <laughs> like it's lighting up when you step, or it's not exactly <laughs> like it. But I tell you, man, it's pretty dang close. Yeah. Okay. So um, so wrapping up, let's go back to your question: the test of time. Ooh, the Can it live up to the test of time? What do you think? Mighty test of time. You think Disney people will get tired of it? 
or do you think it's here to stay? Because this is something that Animal Kingdom needed. Definitely needed it. Um, I think it's going to give them a huge shot in the arm, if you uh, so to speak, because Animal Kingdom's kind of like the redheaded stepchild of the, the Disney parks, I believe. Some people would say that, yeah. I believe. Um, it is my second favorite park, but some people do, don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. I would say it's my second favorite only because I've only been to two. Ah! <laughs> but, um... You are good at math, sir. <laughs> eh, sometimes. <laughs> but I think it's going to do great. It's still got that new, fresh, shiny, I'm brand new, come play with me look to it. Yeah. Um, the challenge will be the Disney fanatics. It's not a Disney movie. So, I mean, they'll check it out. Will they want to come back over and over again? Flight of Passage makes it sound like you should go back over oh, and yeah. over again. Yeah. Um... Of course, when the Avatar sequels come out, if they ever come out, that will give it a huge boost. I think the only issue they're going to have is when, about a year or two years, when Star Wars Land, Toy Story Land open, that's going to draw a lot of people over to Hollywood Studios for those two That lands. would be fine with me. And Hollywood Studios will need the boost as well. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think it'll stay. I think it's got a lot of interest to it. I think it'll still be strong. The wait times obviously have gone down in two weeks. So it's still a long wait time. People are still there. They're having fun. I, I, I'll, I'll give it a, a strong possibility of always being a strong park for them. Cool, man. I mm -hmm. um I personally, um, I'm not a Star Wars fan. I won't be going to the opening of Star Wars Land. I love Pixar, Toy Story, but I won't be going to the opening of uh to Toy Story Land um, opening day things. I found out are not for me. I did have a lot of fun, but it was a little too crazy. And we yeah. know we know Star Wars is gonna be. Yeah. Star Wars is going to be above and beyond, I think, what Avatar was. Yeah. But um, I, I think, I'll agree with you, I think that this area can stand the test of time. Um, I, I personally loved it, and I know there's a ton of other people out there that, that loved it. We had somebody on the Disnoids page say, yeah, everything was cool, um, it looked amazing, the Flight of Passage was an incredible ride. But, you know, are people going to keep wanting to do that over and over with it not being as Disney-fied? And to me, I don't think of Star Wars as Disney-fied, but people love it. So... I guess it's kind of a uh, a matter of opinion thing. I mean, Star Wars is Disney now, though. Technically. Yeah, well, Star Wars is so. Um, yeah, I think it will. I think overall, it's going to give Animal Kingdom. If I mean, it'll be a good little fit in there. Everest wait times will go down. Hopefully, and they'll be about the same, maybe. Yeah. So you can travel through there. You got those that ride Everest. I'll throw a dinosaur in there as a must do ride, and then Safari. So I think yeah, I think I think it will stay. The River Journey will be what it will be, but. I think overall it's going to be a good little draw for them. Cool, man. I, I completely agree. Um, and finally, this was your first time going to Animal Kingdom. We've always done Magic Kingdom. And I want to say that's why I felt you were surprised by Everest because you've only done Magic Kingdom. So you haven't done Rock and Roller Coaster. You haven't done Star Tours, no. um, some of the more exciting rides. Now we know Magic Kingdom has what they have, but they're nothing compared to Everest, in my opinion. So I feel like that's why maybe, you were... Maybe Space Mountain? Maybe. maybe. But, man. But, yeah. Everest is cool. I think Everest is cool. Yeah. All right. So, um, so first time going to Animal Kingdom. What did you think, sir? It was better than I expected. Um, I, I, like I said, I've always heard it's kind of not the most important part there. It's Magic Kingdom, then it's the other three. Yeah. Um, my so you didn't know what to expect? I had no idea what to expect. Yeah. I knew it was like a zoo on steroids, if you will. <laughs> um... I, I enjoyed it. Like I said earlier, dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> they have a dinosaur ride. Yep. I uh, love that. Everest exceeded my expectations to the yeah. one millionth, to infinity and beyond. Yeah. Um, 
my Pandora ride wasn't great, but the area of Pandora was great. Mm -hmm. The safari was amazing. Yeah. The flatbread pizza for this <laughs> human ninja turtle over here was great. Yeah. I enjoyed and we, Animal and, and we missed some things, too, because of the long waits in Pandora. We didn't get to do the um, Rapids River ride. Right. You didn't get to see Bugs Life, which I really wanted you to check out. But didn't see Bugs Life. I didn't get to have a photo op or even really take in the Tree of Life. Yeah. But um, saw it passing by. Man, that's amazing. <laughs> Yep. And, and that might that kind of gives a testament too to how good they were working the lines because the line did go past the tree, but the line was moving pretty good. Oh yeah, it was moving great. Yeah. Moving great. Cool, man. Well, I'm glad you had so much fun. Um Animal Kingdom is my second favorite park. I love it. Um and I think Pandora is a great addition to it. Um and I'm looking forward to going back already. Oh yeah. Um yeah, well in closing, we we covered everything Pandora with you. We talked about the rides, the park, um, the store, um, you know, we, we did some drinking stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty much it for the show this week. I want to thank Rob for joining me. Yes. I had a great time at the Disney park. Fun, fun time. Can't wait to go back on them. Can't wait. Great time hanging out with you doing the Disnoids thing. Yeah, man. Um, if you ever want to want me back on the show just request it <laughs> will do will do um yeah if you guys want to check us out on the disnoids page it is facebook.com forward slash disnoid dads give us a like um and yeah we'll, we'll be back with a new episode of the podcast pretty soon and you know I, I enjoyed it this was a lot of fun um and i'm looking forward to hearing the feedback um one thing i really love about this page is i have made a ton of friends from this page um, you know, better friends than I have in person, to be honest with you. I mean, when you can talk to people about Disney and they love it just as much as you do, it's always a ton of fun. But um, is there uh, anything you want to put on the table for the next host that comes on with me? Um, yes, next host, you got big shoes to fill, buddy. <laughs> but um, I want to ask you, what's it mean to be a Disney to you? Cool, man. That is a great question. We will cover that. Next time, Disnoids, we will see you then.